Hello, my fellow creatures of the night, and you're very much welcome to the third creature feature of this season of Monsters of Rock, the Lordy Story. I'm your guide, Matthew Kessie, and on our stroll through the tormented dollhouse today, we will unscramble the corroded voice box of the Scarby Hella and see through her discolored porcelain eyes what it was like to be resurrected for the latest Lordy release, Scream Writers Guild. Um, I'm sure you're very excited now with the new era starting. I would kind of carry the same sentiment there. I really do think that this album is the best sounding Lordy album, both kind of conceptually and kind of musically as well. Because I think when fans and myself and probably the band as well, when you look back on Lordiversity, you guys really stripped stripped back the whole sound of Lordy, back to very, like you broke off the different segments and focused on them solely. And now when you come back to do this album, you're bringing it all back together into one sound. And mm-hmm. I think that that has kind of purified it in many ways. You've kind of really perfected the sound in this album. And I'm wondering, you know, when you look back on when you did Lord Diversity and you compare it to this album, obviously you're not recording seven albums this time, but was the process in how this album came about any different to Lord Diversity? because I think Lord Diversity uh, kind of showed us that you can shortcut a lot of things like recording stuff at home and all that kind of stuff is actually doable and it yeah. still the quality and the, the outcome is still good. So I think that uh, what followed from that is that those kind of little things came to stay, that some little tweaks there and there are missing. You don't have to go to studio to add it. You can just record it at home and and that's that's the style I think what stayed from when things just needed to be shortcut because we had so much to do on on lower diversity. So, but certain things we just noticed that it, it's a waste of time to do it differently. Yeah. So we were also in a very tight schedule with this with this new one. So for that reason as well, there there was a lot of shortcuts. I'm actually looking forward to the very old school style of doing album that we all go to some recording studio and spend there a month together and in a recording bubble. That is what I'm missing from the old era because that's what we haven't had in a, in a while. Would that be something you want to do then on the next Lordy album then to bring that back? That that would be would be something that I'm missing. I don't know. Does it actually do? <laughs> does it create any better albums? I don't know. It's all all just about the feeling of the experience of making the album. is different when you live in the bubble instead of like after a long day at work, you stop by at the studio for an hour, do something or record at home. It just feels different. You really 
can't get into the album the same way as as you do when you're all doing it together. Yeah, because it sounds like kind of fragmented then, isn't it? Because you're kind of breaking everything into small little pieces rather than hearing the whole picture. Well, that's it. And then then when you get asked like questions about the album, and if you haven't even heard like finished product yet, then it's really hard <laughs> to say. Like I have no idea what's been going on since I left and what what's done. So, well, this time I I have heard it. <laughs> <laughs> but like still still it's that kind of thing that you can't really like only Mr. Lordy who's in the process from the beginning to the end until the last little lines and tweaks and edit he's the only one who's really into it when it's done this kind of bits and pieces there and there and by different people so but yeah this this was unfortunately done that style as well <laughs> <laughs> And when this idea for this new album came about, because it's recorded quite a while ago now, um, the album musically is about a year, nearly a year old at this point, really. I guess when you kind of heard this idea for this album, this old school horror themed album, and bringing back that kind of kind of modernish style of Lordy mixed with a lot of the old kind of key sounds from the past first two albums, and when you kind of heard this album and the tracks and everything from it, what was your first reaction? You mean the demos when I yeah, heard the demos the or even the finalized product? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I actually did like it from from the beginning. To be honest, there was really really cool ideas that he had created, and I liked that he was able to even bring a tiny bit of disco sound and all those like a little tweaks from Lower Diversity included in it. So yeah, I've, I've been really into making this album from the beginning. As much as I I was involved, I I did write some some uh, riffs and stuff actually more than ever, but none of them ended up on the album. Oh. <laughs> 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 so that's that's the when we have this like art artistic master like Mr. Lordy is like we all write stuff, but yeah. it's always like a strike of luck. When when does your the stuff that you do end up on the on the final product? So. It's totally then always up to him and his decisions, but this time I was the unlucky one. <laughs> I'm not the co-writer of any of these songs, but still, still, I, I did dig all of them. They're, they're really great ones. Yeah, and uh, even though you're talking about all them, like the songs that might have, might not have been used, like they're never really thrown to the side and never looked back at again, because I'm sure there's a possibility in the future if they fit into the next album or something, you know, they can be probably brought back in, I'm guessing. Yeah, well, probably in, in his uh, work table, they were already thrown in the trash. But, you know, I have them, so maybe I can, like, send them back. Pretend <laughs> them <as> I <laughs> in two years. So, we'll see. And kind of when we look at the Screamwriters Guild, I think when I first listened to it, the thing that kind of jumped out at me was the first track I listened to on it was In the Castle of Dracula. And then The Thing in the Cage as well was another one I really stood out to me that there's a real connection musically this time between you and TC the bass and the keys really work in tandem together on this album and they really carry the melody of the songs more clearly I think this time around than in previous albums you know you can really hear it to the forefront in the start of the songs and then as it carries through then towards the bridge and I'm just wondering, you know, was that something that was obvious to you when you were kind of recording these tracks? Or was it once you heard the finalised project, you, you could kind of hear the two of them kind of working together in that way? As, as 
being said, Mr. Lordy also composes like the, the keyboard. So he he's the master. He, he probably mainly wrote these. I, I don't know. Did he use his his old guitar as usual, or did he that by keyboard when he wrote this stuff? But the keyboards are really I like the keyboards on, and of course on this album, and and of course when there are cool keyboards that that I dig, then it, it always inspires me to to then bring my own own vision into it. But like it's it's so heavily guided by Mr. Lordy how how these keyboards and everything go there that I can't really take credit out of any of it. <laughs> to be honest with you, I I can then like judge me only by the live playing, but all these album ideas that he he has a very clear and specific ideas of what kind of world of keyboards and how, how do they go with bass and all that is very strongly he's driven by his ideas and his visions if you want to know about the process of writing keyboards talk to him <laughs> <laughs> even when we were kind of talking about the keyboards and everything like that and um, one of the tracks uh, that was really different sounding especially the kind of intro how long it is for I guess a single, which is very strange for a Lordy song for it to have a really long intro as the main single track in Dead Again Jane, because that intro is quite long. And you can mm. kind of hear that harpsichord kind of sound on that too, which is, you know, it's not really something that we kind of hear too much in Lordy, that kind of particular sound, but it kind of, a lot of the keys in this and the sounds and everything like that, they really are kind of those early Lordy albums. They kind of draw my own kind of mind back to them. So I was just kind of wondering, you know, was there a lot of kind of, when you came in, you heard all of these sounds, was there a lot of maybe a little bit of experimentation from your side of things? Or, you know, were you, did you kind of see, you know, this is kind of working in the old schools kind of sound of Lordy? I think what Mr. Lordy has been looking with these sounds is the, is the uh, atmosphere of these old horror movies. Yeah. So, like, this harpsichord sound and all that stuff, that's really, like, rather than really thinking old Lordy music, his, his, his head has been wrapped around this, like, creating the, the horror movie atmosphere. Okay. So that, that's where that comes from. Nice. Purely, I'd say. Of course, then, if you think of he probably thought about his favorite old horror movies when he wrote the early Lordy songs yeah, as well. Yeah, but yeah. It, is it really, like, from the beginning to the end to have this kind of a movie? Like, uh, the stories are, like, carrying from the old horror movies, so also the, the sound world mm. is supposed for that idea that you can picture. Of course, in a little bit different era movies and whatever, but, like, that that's, I think, where the whole world of keyboard sounds is, is really getting their inspiration from. Yeah, that's a, that does make sense. Uh, even though we're looking at a new Lordy album coming out this Friday, and it's obviously the biggest news this year, but if we look back last year, I guess um, the kind of the biggest news kind of around this point, I think it was May last year, was Eamon's departure from Lordy. And for a lot of a lot of fans, that was quite a surprise. But I guess obviously within the band and people close to the band, you know, it was probably coming for quite a while. It was going to probably it was going to eventually kind of come to that. But I'm guessing like from from your side of things, was that how did you find out it was going to happen? And you know how 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 did you react when obviously Mr. Lordy rang you and told you know this is what he was thinking of doing? Well, you know honestly, I was surprised. Like I'm, I was nice. I had seen the issues and the the everything going on like through the years, but I I just thought myself that 
Eamon was such a, um, how do you say, it, like a foundation character in the in the band that I I did not see this coming that he would be leaving. Mm. But when then when Mr. Lordy came up with this idea and asked my opinion about it, then then when I like actually thought about it, then it started to make sense that actually this could change everything. That everything that that is like kind of dragging this band behind and, and like causing issues and, and conflicts and all all that that I then eventually when I when I thought about it I realized that that could actually solve everything and it kind of did. I mean like of course it's not just him that caused everything or whatever but that that was one of the big heavy things going on with us that I don't think he even really wanted in the band anymore yeah. he just didn't know how to leave so in the end i see it actually as a kind of a natural development not not like a shocking kicking some someone out kind of situation i i saw that that it actually developed pretty naturally to this point that it was his time to leave yeah and I know, obviously, it's no. it's a, it was obviously a very difficult decision for Mister Lordy to come around to, and we we me, me and Miss Me well, have spoken about it. But I guess for you know for someone who had been in the band for so long to leave, then it's it does it changes everything going forward for for Lordy, and especially yeah. musically speaking, because when he left, there was obviously a few weeks that passed when there was no official guitarist announced. So obviously. Coney was in the band at that point and recording the album when all this was happen- happening. But when we kind of found out about Coney, we seen his awesome look and people got to hear him live for the first time. I think he really kind of blew people's socks off. And um, it's kind of on this album, the guitar work is phenomenal and the solos and everything. just everything's just kick ass in this. So. I'm wondering, you know, when you kind of met Kone and heard all of these things, you know, what was that your kind of first reaction to him as a person and then musically then as well? Uh, well, let's start from the musical side, because that's what I've obviously, like, got to taste first. Yes, like, yeah. song, playing guitar and everything, and I was I was pretty blown out. He's, he's an amazing guitar player, like, really talented and skillful. So when, when I saw the clips of him playing guitar and all that I thought that I would we would be like really lucky to get someone like that in the band mm. and then uh, eventually when he got in and we started to like get to know each other even though he's a young guy but he's very well fitting in the group like you know you can really how would you say his personality adapts with the rest of us so well that now it feels like he's always been in in the band so didn't didn't feel like I don't know. It, it's just so he just so weirdly naturally just fit in and so smooth with him that almost feels like when when is it gonna blow up? Something something will come up that we didn't expect. <laughs> and I don't know. For, I I was speaking to him last week and. Um... He was saying like how welcoming everybody was into the band as well because I think he said the first time you guys were all actually in the same room together was when you were in the recording booth kind of doing the backing vocals. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. <laughs> everything, like uh, we kind of interviewed him, if you can say that and yeah. all that, just on, on video calls. So we actually like physically met already. We were already in the studio. <laughs> it's a fu- funny way to kind of all get to know each other. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> and um, kind of then 
you know, with this new album as well, we finally get uh, new Lordy costumes for the first time in quite a while, actually. Probably the longest period of time we've had without a new Lordy kind of look, because really we haven't... You guys have had the collection kind of costumes since, what, twenty late 2019, really? Up yeah. until, like, a couple of weeks ago, pretty much, or a, a few months ago. So with this new costume coming in, obviously you're kind of looking like Frankenstein's bride and that but did you have much kind of discussions about your kind of look in this album uh, or was that kind of Mr. Lordy's idea that you would look like Frankenstein's Bride and then he kind of worked away on that and then you kind of just seen the finished product yeah uh, he got this idea of this kind of Bride of Frankenstein thing and then he asked my ideas and then we combined them so it was kind of meeting in the middle middle type of situation how this current hella developed so I am actually always very interested in being involved in in the costume yeah costume building process and and this time it wasn't an exception I was very into like being there when he drew the first sketches and and we decided together every little detail and and some some things are my my ideas some things are his ideas and some things are compromises so so it it's a very I'm like cooperation They're like all the hella costumes are yeah and then when I'm kind of looking so, at your design then obviously because I know when when the first when the album cover was kind of released a lot of people expected you to kind of look like that on the album and a lot of the members to look like how they're presented and I know from speaking to Mr. Lordy he was kind of like he didn't have an idea back then when he did the cover mm-hmm. of how you guys would eventually look like so it's definitely different for Lordy in the way the covers kind of work because you tend to kind of look like them when the when the album comes out. But was there ever a discussion at any point for you to have the hair like Frankenstein's Bride? Or was it always going to be, no, you're going to have blonde hair this time? Uh, no, I, I I think it was already decided a while ago that, that Hilla would have a longer blonde hair and and we we stick to that despite of this this idea of Bride of Frankenstein touch would like develop onto it. Mm. But when yeah, it is true that when Mister Lordy made this painting of the album cover, this was not even supposed to be uh, anything to do with the costumes. Like I don't think he was that far yet. But then some of these ideas actually then ended up inspiring the costumes as well. So at this point, this, uh, when the album cover was created, it was—I don't think he, he even knew that any any of these elements would end up in the costumes. Right. Okay. So it, it's kind of like, and 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 like, let's say for example, in Conan's case, like none of that werewolf kind of thing actually did end up in the costume. Yeah. So it, it was like the cost, costume ideas were actually started to even think about on the on the tour that we did last fall the very long over nine week tour somewhere in the end of it i remember that we started the first time like sit down and and mr lordy and jessica had their like kind of brainstorm ideas about the costume so at that point this album cover had been painted like a while ago the whole 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 costume process was was started only much later so it's a kind of a kind of a coincidence then that, that some of the costumes got, got elements out of it. That's very cool. And but no, no, this hair was, no, was never <laughs> never on the table. That's a <laughs> Yeah, I could imagine it would be quite awkward if it was, if you had to have that really tall hair <laughs> on stage all the time. Yeah. If it was there. Like Mark, Mark Simpson next 
Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> but I, I don't think we, we want, I had, I had one black hair and I think that was the worst hair that I've had. So Hela is blonde. That, it, yeah. Good. That was scare for us, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, that yeah. was it. And yeah. it was not the best. No. <laughs> Was it just for the look-wise or the hair itself? The, the hair color. I mean, like, it just changes the, whole, changes the character completely. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing wrong with black hair, but it just was too too much of a change, felt like it. And the classic bar- Barbie has, has this blonde hair, and, and it is, is it, I think it just belongs. I, I like it. It's, it's more me when it has has blonde hair so and obviously with all these kind of costumes the album itself you know it calls back on a lot of the old school horror movies and um i'm wondering uh, do you like any of the old school horror movies or do you have any favorite kind of old school horror character or monster or anything maybe not like the super old classic black and white horror movies i don't think i've really actually seen much of that category of movies so okay uh, yeah, maybe, maybe of course, like the classic Frankenstein Dracula back in the days or whatever. But to be honest with you, I might not be able to answer this question. Really? Because <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't really like, like horror my, movies at all, kind of, do you? I, I, I love horror movies, but these, like, super old classic ones, yeah. I, I would... I would have to admit that I, I don't really, I'm not like um, someone who would know lots of details about them. Like I'm, I was born mid of 80s, so I'm, I'm the, <laughs> in that way, like I think I've seen mainly just like starting from the 90s, let's see, where my horrible knowledge starts yeah. from. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, can, I can understand it because uh, myself, I'm born in 1990, so kind of looking back on those old school movies, it, it kind of takes a little bit of work, I feel, to kind of sit down and enjoy yeah, Like You can enjoy them, but it does take a little bit more dedication, I find. Exactly, and maybe I've never found that, that I would be that interested, I would really get into that. <laughs> not that horror, horror itself is... is is definitely my my um, thing. Like I love horror movies, and the more scary, the more more like nightmares I get after it, the better movie it was. But yeah, I I think I'm more into this modern horror movie scene than than the old school, than the very old yeah. ones. Yeah, and I guess kind of even though you you don't really kind of like the old school horror movies, you know the the new music video Dead Again Jane that really is kind of has those aspects of those old school horror movies with Tracy Lip obviously trying to be this creepy dude in the in the new music video all of the close up shots of the band members i think i, I think the costumes look the best in this music video in comparison to all of the other videos cuz the camera just is so close to you you see all the little details of everything like it's it's brilliant and the Tracy Lip stuff as well as this kind of Nosferatu kind of character almost. And then with Ralph over the top kind of caricature-ish kind of character too. Just, it's a brilliant video from start to end. And obviously that day, yeah. that day was so long. From talking to the other guys in the band, they were telling me like it's nearly 40 or 60 hours or something that they felt like. So what was that experience like for you recording it? I, I loved making music videos and I was really into it. Like we first had our like a band filming day and then when those like acting scenes were filmed I was also there. Nice. I got, uh, okay. I, I cast 
I cast a friend of mine to to be the Jane in the video. Oh, cool! So nice. I was there. Yeah. So I I just loved the, being there, hanging out with her, and I I made her hair for the video, and and uh, was loving to be there, just watching them do stuff and try to help out as much as I could. But I I wasn't there until the morning when <laughs> when the actual filming filming ended. But like yeah, I I would have loved to be more involved if I would have had time. I. I just love the process of making music videos and movies and and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I I loved it. It was it was very cool to get to see how it was done, and I'm really really proud of the product. Like Mr. Lordy is so talented with like directing. I think if he wasn't doing Lordy, he would be a movie director. Yeah. Or a stand comedian. <laughs> one or the other <laughs> and yeah. I, I do honestly think because like uh, the Lord the last three or four me Lordy music videos have probably been the kind of the best out of the lot because I loved Naked in My Cellar was a really high quality video visually striking uh-huh. video and then obviously then when we had I Dug a Hole in the Yard for you and Borderline you know that every uh-huh. every music video seems to seems to have improved on the last and do you think it's been a very positive decision then for Mr. Lordy to kind of step into that directorial role now? Yeah, I really think think that that's that's when you get what you want. Yeah, when when you are then directing it yourself, and he's he's done a great job of finding then the right guys to do the do the camera work for him who are really easy to cooperate with, and they listen what he say and they they deliver what he asks. Yeah, it's I. I I just love love all the stuff that he's done, and I really think that we should only do videos directed and written by him in the future. Yeah, I guess I I think it'd be a very hard decision to make to revert back to somebody else coming in. So yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and um, obviously we're not too long away from the new album release. Only about four days now away from speaking at this point from it kind of coming out and. It's obviously a different yeah. release than the last time you guys had the seven albums kind of coming out with Lord Diversity. And when we spoke about that album, I, a lot of the guys in the band they were kind of hesitant or unsure about what the fans' reaction was going to be. Like, people didn't know whether mm-hmm. they'd take it seriously or they'd enjoy all of the albums or, you know, people were going to have their favourites and maybe not listen to the others as much, but... I'm wondering from your side of things, from how people reacted to you, what was the fan reaction from your side? I was surprised how well all these seven albums were taken. Like, I don't think actually any of them got really, like, crushing feedback to say. Of course, there there were all these, like, it was a matter of taste and that who found which album the best and which was the least interesting and all that. But, like... Like all the albums found their fans, and that that was very interesting to see. And I think it, I I was actually surprised that like I didn't really see any of any of those seven albums being like completely trashed. Yeah. And I don't know why why would they be, but <laughs> but you know that was I guess what I what I was a little bit afraid of that when you when you do all seven albums and different styles that there would be one that that 
like would get kind of a feedback like why was this done that this this doesn't suit for Lordy or whatever but like all all styles and, and albums were eventually like all of them found their fans so yeah, that is true yeah that was, that was cool yeah, yeah. And obviously with this new kind of chapter coming into Lordy or it's the whole new era is just about to begin and there's a lot coming up for the band in the future. You know, you've got obviously the, the music video coming out soon and you're going on tour then with Sabaton. You've got Malta, the Malta gig on Friday. So there's a lot to be excited for the from the fans side of things. But from your side of things, what are you most looking forward to in the near future? As we kind of wrap up, um, you might have seen I, I asked fans for some questions for you. Um, okay. People that have kind of a few ideas, maybe some different things maybe I, I wouldn't have kind of come up with at the top of my head. So um, the first uh, fan question uh, comes from Farham Plays and they want to know what was your favourite memory from the Lord Diversity tour? My favourite memory? Because I had a great time. <laughs> I had a great time the whole time. You know, I, I don't think I've ever drank that much wine within <laughs> overnight. <laughs> I, I was in a good mood for the whole time. Just kidding. The whole tour. Or was I? But, <laughs> but anyway, uh, this memory, geez, that's a tough one. We, had so, like, we didn't really have a bad show. I mean, like, all the shows went so well and... And like the atmosphere was good, and the whole tour is a good memory. I would say so. Okay, that's it. It's really hard. A nice answer. Like, <laughs> I'm I would, I would really need a day to make up one. <laughs> um, so the the next question then um, is from uh, Diddle six six six, and uh, they want to know what what do your kids think of Lordy uh, and is it too soon for them to have experienced the full Lordy show? Uh, my oldest one was maybe one, a little bit over one year old when she was already touring with us. Watching shows with the earmuffs on almost every night so I don't know they've, they've passed that line already a long time ago. They've seen Full already shows and music videos and everything. And I don't really, um, I don't. 
think I've really seen a reason to hide that from them. Like, of course, I'm thinking of, like, what's suitable for their age, but then when this is, like, what I do, so I, I think it's just good that they see it, and they they see it differently because they know, know us. They know... Exactly, yeah. Us, like, yeah, so it, it's not that kind of scary stuff as it would be for someone who, who who's never met us or so it's a, it's a different thing they um they have their favorite songs they they do dig most of the stuff but uh i am afraid that i'm not growing heavy metal fans at home <laughs> like so far so far there they're like taste of music have started a little bit go into a different direction but I'm, I'm still hopeful yeah I, I know the feeling because my kids because obviously have like heavy metal and kind of Nordic folk playing all the time in the house and they, they listen to that and then my wife yeah. listens to kind of Irish traditional music and pop music and then they start listening to that and repeating that and then that becomes more popular for a while and then they kind of come back to my yeah. music so it's hard to tell when they're so young like what is their favourite genre of music going to be or anything when they are so small so yeah. Uh, Mr. Passy official, and they want to know what is your favorite movie? My favorite movie. Um, can it be any any genre? Yeah, any genre. Nothing tied to it's a genre. Yeah. Really, really tough decision. Like I love so many different kind of movies. That well, my favorite actor is Brad <laughs> So okay. if I need to, if I need to limit something, I would say. He's movies and maybe like movies like Inglorious Bastards or something. If I would really have to pick up something that has been really effective, but I don't know. I I watch so much all kinds of things and 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 then I like them for different reasons. So it's really hard to pick up like a favorite. Okay. I could make my top twenty if I would really be forced to, but it would take me a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh... yeah, yeah, anything with. Wrap it on. It's good to pick. <laughs> so, <laughs> the last uh, question then I have from you is um, from Le History Prof, and they want to know will we ever see Hella with a guitar on stage uh, for any songs? You know, I, I would love to do that, but I have to tell you that Mr. Lordy, like, absolutely hates guitar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, does he? Most, <laughs> most,
goodbye. Monsters of Rock, The Lordy Story, is a True Metal Podcast production. The show is presented, produced and written by Matthew Kessie. Head to True Metal Pod's social channels to keep up to date with the production. <laughs>